Welcome, welcome, welcome to another epic orga orgasmic episode <laughs> from my Orgasmic Love podcast. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Gaia Morissette. I'm a holistic sexual wellness specialist, if you don't know who I am, and a high priestess of divine sexual magic and elemental magics, and a BDSM wellness guide. All right, so we're on to chapter 11 of my Becoming a Better Lover series, and today we are going to talk about talking dirty. That's right, talk to talk dirty to me, baby. Woo! <laughs> All right, let's get into our juicy topic here. Ah. Talking dirty is an art form that you, a lot of people are either like really good at it or like really bad at it. Um, there doesn't seem to be kind of a, a mediocre, it, it doesn't seem to be a mediocre skill set. Either you've like, you've like kicked ass at it or you're like awful at it. So let's talk about what is talking dirty. So each person's idea of what dirty talk looks like or can be like or what it's all about can be very different from each other. So here's some examples. Some people's idea of dirty talk is just using um, naughty words, which, oh, by the way, content warning, uh, which I hope you read, was I'm going to use explicit works, words today. Um, also, some of the words I may use may uh, offend you or trigger you, or there might be some attachment or it might turn you on. All of these things because words have power. And I'll talk about why these words have power in a moment, but just as a, you know, FYI. <laughs> if you have some sensitivities about different language um, and you're, and I, you're lovingly invited to stay and like, look at that and, and be there with me. Fantastic. However, that being said, if today you're not in that mood, then come visit me later. Okay. All right. So using naughty words could be just for somebody, but people could be what dirty talk looks like. Um, painting a picture with words. So being incredibly descriptive. So here's an example of that. I can't wait to have to taste your juices, um, your love juices flowing down the back of my throat. <laughs> okay, that would be painting. That's a pretty graphic picture, right? Um, so that would be painting pictures with words. Some people, um, for them, dirty talk is being able to like really ask for what they want in the moment. What's, what's actually happening. Like, you know, fuck me harder or, um, you know, you know, I can't wait to feel your cock throb deep inside me. So one is like, I want this, this is what I want now, and this is what I can't wait till it's going to happen. Um, for some people, talking dirty is telling and sharing fantasies. So you may be um, in the act of, you know, partner might be having oral sex with you, and the person who's receiving or oral sex might be telling 
telling a story, a sex story, um, and sharing those those really descriptive fantasies. Um, and sharing that during or during the conversation where there might be some mutual masturbation going on and that, that would be a great time to start sharing some of your fantasies and your desires and things that you're thinking about um, in that moment. Uh, for some people, dirty talk can be uh, using like humor and laughter. Um, you know, I know that one of my lovers in particular, um, he really, he, he, he likes jokes and humor while we're, while we're having sex. <laughs> so I'll, you know, I'll do funny things and say funny things and, and then we laugh while we're fucking and that turns him on and it turns me on. And, you know, so like dirty talk doesn't have to be all like, you know, primal and raw. It can also be ridiculous and silly and fun. All right, so that's important too, that it doesn't have to be the intensity. And I wanna say, I wanna give a shout out for everybody who's watching me live this morning. Thanks for coming and hanging out with me. You're all incredible. Dirty talk can be also ordering people around. Like, you know, drop to your knees. I'm gonna sit on your face. <laughs> It can be like, it can be ordering people around. Dirty talk can also be giving gratitude like, oh my God, thank you. Oh, that's so good. Yes. Yes. That also could be considered dirty talk. All right. So I think it's really important that you, in order to, again, like we, I talk about everything, right? This is why. Our conversations, our pre-sex conversations, our pre-game conversation needs to happen so that we can know what it means. Hello, hello, hello. Thanks for hanging out with me this morning. Um, that that pre-game is so important, that pre-game conversation is so important so that you know what does it mean? Like what is what does dirty talk for one person look like? And to make sure you're on the same page in that department. And again, that pre-sex, even just the, there's the pre-conversation and then there's the pre, just pre-sex conversation is like when you're asking like, what kind of sex do you want? Or what kind of mood are you in? Um, dirty talk will play out in that as well. Ask what kind of dirty talk are you in the mood for? You know, um, so that's important. Okay. Because it can go horribly wrong if one person is in this like really raunchy, raw, primal um, place and they want to use really explicit language um, and the other person is like, I'm in this sensual place and I want you to describe how beautiful you think, you know, uh, describe how beautiful you think my cock is. Um, so if, if you're not on the same page, you can see how that wouldn't go very well. And the dirty talk can either intent or increase, uh, amplify and in create more enjoyment in that sexual experience with another person or other people, or it can have the reverse effect where it can be like, Ooh, yeah. Oh, that turned me off. And I, and now I'm like, mm, I'm done. I'm not even horny anymore. Okay, so that's a really important part about making sure that you have that pre-conversation. Make sure you're on the same page when it comes to dirty talk. 
All right, how do we use it and when do we use it? So again, this is like getting an idea of, you know, what that person's idea of dirty talk is. So for example, we'll take my lover who likes humor. Well, he loves humor and if, and when we first started, when we first started having sex with each other, he would say like funny things in the middle of like having sex. And I'd be like, that's weird. What are you doing? Stop it. <laughs> I was just about to have an orgasm. <laughs> Stop that. Right. And so because there was this, this, this disconnect that we didn't in that point, we hadn't had this conversation about how he liked to talk and the type of ways in which he liked to talk during sex. Um, you know, it was kind of an awkward, weird moment. Now, afterwards, we did our debriefing, our after-sex conversation, and we talked about it, and then we figured out what needs to happen, right? Um, and now we're on the same page all the time when it comes to that. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, he'll start saying stuff. I'm like, mm, yeah, I'm not really feeling that. <laughs> and it's okay to say, no, I'm not really feeling that right now. That's okay. It's just, for a moment it's okay to do that too all right it's okay to in the middle of it if somebody like attempts because I think it's really 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 important when it comes to talking dirty that you are not afraid to try something that you're not afraid to say something because you're not you, you can't be moving from that place of fear if you're moving from that place of fear it doesn't it doesn't come off as fun or sexy and you're not in that space because you're like, it feels like it's, it's almost like it's forced or it's rehearsed. And often, so I want to talk about porn for a second, because I think most people's experience of what dirty talk is, is because they've been watching porn. And dirty talk in porn, which is like, oh yeah, baby, suck it like that, baby. Oh, that's so good, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is not actually sexy unless you really mean it, like unless you're really in the lust of it, unless you're really enjoying it. And again, there's a, there's a balance between sharing, oh my God, that is so fucking good. Your mouth feels so incredible right now versus, oh yeah, baby. Oh, oh yeah, baby, baby. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> right? Like don't use porn as your as your script porn wasn't created for a script we all know that porn has bad acting it's not do not use porn as your go-to narrative for what dirty talk and what sexy dirty talk looks like okay so you want it to be real like if you're like oh my god yes yes that's the spot oh my god that's so good and you're like you're like oh my god that's so good that's the spot that's because you mean it. You're in that space. Not, this is what I should be saying because this will turn the other person on. Okay. So it's really important that you're not doing it from this place that I'm trying to turn my partner on versus, especially when you're talking about what's going on and you're giving, you know, using that um, conversation. Okay. So that's how you use it. Um, and when you use it, Again, it's like reading the circumstance, reading the situation. And if you get, if you're off, 
if you're off. And that's okay that you're off, you know. Um, it's also okay for your partner to be like, hey, hon, yeah, I'm not really feeling that. Can we try it this way? Um, or can we use this language? Or um, right now I'm trying to come and I'm having a hard time focusing, having an orgasm while you're talking at me or asking me questions. Okay? So it's okay to say to your lover what you need if it's not filling your thing. And it's really important, like we talk all the time throughout all of the chapters of the better Becoming a Better Lover series, is communication, communication, communication. And to not internalize it and not take offense. You didn't do anything wrong. In that moment, if your partner is like, hey, I'm not really feeling this, can we, uh, do, can we, can we change the narrative in this situation? Um, doesn't mean that you're bad or wrong, that you did anything wrong or bad, okay? So that's really important piece when you're going into this dirty talk. Now, there's a couple of things, like words have power. They have extreme power. So for example, let's just take a moment here and let's see, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say a series of words that are pretty uh, charged for most people. And I want you to take a moment and as you're listening to check in with yourself, did, that, did I lean into that word and did that word turn me on? Or did that word offend me? Or am I angry? Or do I feel scared? Like how do I feel around that word? This will be a good indicator for you to understand how words have such charge though, okay? All right, again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use some pretty explicit language. So if you're going to get offended, this would be a good time to turn me off and come visit me later. <laughs> okay, here we go. Cock. 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 Wiener. 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 Penis. 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 Cunt. 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 Pussy. 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 Vagina, vagina, vagina. Boobs, boobs, boobs. Tits, tits, tits. Breasts, breasts, breasts. Okay, so. I did that, I, I said each one three times because it kind of usually takes three times. Oh, see, I got angry faces, I got some stuff, I got some reactions, good. <laughs> I said each one three times because it takes that long for it to go through your filtering systems to see truly what is it that your reaction is to those words. Okay, so, there's an example of how words can either arouse you or turn you off. So let's start with, let's start with, especially when we're getting into like sexy time, 
let's start with the like the words that we already know turn us on and turn you know turn us off so this is why we're going to have our pre-conversation remember pre-conversation um tell your partner ask your partner what words turn you on what words turn you off so for example for me i love the word breasts it's like that's sexy to me i hate the word tits that word is not arousing for me i find the word cunt very very exciting it's raw it's primal it's lustful saying it in the throwing saying it in the middle of sexual experiences is is erotic for me um that wasn't always the case that word used to be a word that was a huge trigger for me um especially because it's been used in such a derogatory way of swearing um and so and used as a way of harming um people um so it took me a while to reclaim that word but now that i've reclaimed that word i love it i love the word cunt it's sexy um it's raw it's mine right i can own that um so you can see like but the word you know the word pussy i'm okay with i'm, I'm indifferent to pussy the word pussy doesn't turn me on or turn me off it just is right um you know, word for me, the word wiener is kind of a funny, it makes me kind of giggle inside. I, I did really well of saying it three times without giggling. Um, me personally, the word wiener is not a sexy word, but the word cock is, has this power to it. It's like, I want to worship it. It's like, it's this arousing, lustful, primal space. Um, so we all have these. Right. So you want to find out what your lover's words are, what turns them on and what turns them off. And you also want to find out what they want their, how do they refer to their genitals? What they call their genitals will give you an indicator of um, where they're at around their language and their, their, naughty language and their conversation and stuff like that and, and so you're going to ask them what do they call it and um and then you're going to ask them what you would what they would like you to call it right like i refer to my vagina as you know depending on how i'm talking and what i'm talking about anywhere from yoni to my honeypot to my cunt to my cooter <laughs> to my crotch <laughs> like i have a whole series of names for depending on why i'm talking about my vagina right um and so i would then be able to tell my lovers you know how they may refer to my genitals um and then what i really the most important part is what i do not want it to be called because that's going to take me from that place of arousal to uh uncomfortableness to trigger to maybe even shutting down sexually completely okay so you want to find out what not to call your partner's body parts all right so the other thing about talking dirty that's important is and you're like i don't even know how to do this like what are you oh my god this is so uncomfortable it's like 
you want, and I'm going to tell you how to get better and we're going to give you some tools and, you know, some tips and tricks as always. But one of the ways to use talking dirty is saying things like, I can't wait. I crave blah, blah, blah. Um, or talking about something that you just have done or something that you've done with that particular lover in the past. You know, you know, I can't, you know, I, I remember when I can't, I, you know, here, here's a good example. I remember how wet your mouth felt sliding up and down my cock. Mm. Now it's hot saying that to your partner <laughs> because now you're actually talking about something that they did. You're reinforcing what they did. You enjoyed. Um, there's a lot of pleasure through this process for them. So it's, it's, it's good. It's, it's, it's a, so you want to look at it that way. So, you know, if you're like, I don't know what to say in this moment, how do I get into that docking dirty space? Think about, um, what you can't wait for them to do to you or what you want to do, what you can't wait for them to do to you or what you can't wait to do to them or what you really enjoyed they did to you or what you really enjoyed they did to you or you, you did to them. Okay. So you can think about the future or the past to give, give you a context of what to talk about and how to talk about it and, and to add that, that spiciness to the, the experience. Um, also pleasure sounds is kind of a part of that talking dirty. So I talk a lot about making sounds, um, you know, um, that feedback, that nonverbal feedback that we talk, I talk a lot about. So, mm, and, uh, and like those kinds of sounds adding while you are in those places where you're in ecstasy, when you're in pleasure and you have the sounds, throwing words in there while you are in that space, this will heighten the charge of the language that you're using and that will become part of your dirty talk. So like, oh, oh my God, you're so good. Oh my God, your tongue feels so good. Like you can say it in that space of, of you're really enjoying what's happening right now while you're in that state of ecstasy. Those words with the sound and the pleasure that's behind it is what is, what is the charge, which is what is creating that sexy experience. Plus it also helps when you are nego or when you're having conversations and you're using language during the experience, this will help this will help you feel connected to each other. So it adds another level of connection because sometimes we can get sucked into being in our own mind and our own head when we're engaging sexually. And when we start to talk and use language, it helps to bring us out of our head and into our bodies and to keep, be connected to the person that is you know, between our legs <laughs> at that moment. All right, so how do we get better at this? All right, there's three ways that we can get better. Number one, we need to increase our naughty 
vocabulary, our naughty, slutty, lusty vocabulary. Because clinical language is kind of hard to be sexy in. It's really hard. Morning, everybody. Thanks for your tuning in this morning. You're all amazing. Everybody who's showing up live. Um, so it's hard to find, yes, I can't wait for your penis to be inserted into my vagina for us to have sexual intercourse. That's, that's kind of, it's, it's very, it's very mechanical. It's very clinical versus I can't wait to have your throbbing cock pounding me deep inside my cunt, my wet, juicy cunt. I said the same thing. I said the exact same thing. I talked about, uh, I can't wait for your penis to insert uh, into my, you know, lubricated vagina um, to have intercourse. I said the same thing, but one was hot and sexy and the other was like, oh, wow, that was very mechanical. <laughs> So you need to increase your vocabulary. And I'm gonna, I have a wonderful exercise to do that. So don't worry about, well, how do I do this? The next thing, <laughs> I know, right? What a, great, what a great way to start interacting with me first thing this morning. <laughs> Morning, Olivia. Um, all right. So the next thing is increasing your descriptive language your descriptive words and vocabulary. So we really, really, really want to add descriptions. Like, is it wet? Is it warm? Is it, you know, sensory descriptive words are the best when it comes to sexy time. Thank you for all the love. All right, and in that moment of using those words that are like wet, warm, tight, firm, throbbing, hard, raw, these, these are what adds another layer of desire and another layer of arousal to what you're saying. So here's the difference between, okay, uh, all right, you ready? Here we go. I really like the way you licked my vagina. Okay. Or I really like the way that you, li that you licked my pussy. Okay, again. So we've, we've, we've changed from clinical to, you know, naughty language, slang, okay? Now, let's add some description and let's see the difference in, in the, the feeling to it. Your warm, wet tongue pressing firmly against my clit was delightful, mm, is delightful. Mm. I can't wait for you to lick my wet, hot, aching, throbbing clit with your warm, hot tongue. See, way more arousing <laughs> when I threw in a bunch of descriptive words, right? Okay, 
So we have to increase our descriptions. The more we describe, the more we can paint a picture with our tongue. <laughs> la, 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 la. For everybody who's listening, I was just sticking out my tongue. <laughs> um, somebody is like, what's going on? Is this an English teaching class? And uh, no, this is not an English te teaching class, but this is teaching you how to talk dirty. All right. And so this is what we're, we're talking about in chapter of how to become a better lover series. And yes, Olivia, this is why I'm a professional at this. <laughs> All right, okay, here's our tools. All right, so tool number one, as I talked, oh, sorry, one more thing before I get into the tools. The third thing to help you get better at talking dirty is practicing describing what you want, what you're enjoying, what you, what you did enjoy, using as many descriptive and uh, naughty, slang words as possible to your lover. You can do this, practice this during, or you can practice this after, you know, when we have our after sex conversation, our debrief session, as I talk about, this is a, a great way to start to practice getting accustomed to doing it. And sometimes it's hard to do it while you're in the moment because you're in the throes of the pleasure and it's uncomfortable and you're worried that you're going to sound weird and you're worried that somebody might, might judge you and, you know, you're worried about all these things. And the reason behind that is because it's uncomfortable, you're not, it's new for you. So practicing this in the after sex part, so therefore, if you're awkward and weird, it's okay. <laughs> there's nothing, there's no, there's nothing on the line. It'll help you to start to feel more comfortable in that. Okay. So that's how you start to get better. All right. So let's go to our tools. Tool number one, how do we increase our naughty vocabulary? Well, I love this exercise. You're going to create a series of lists, okay? So you got your list, your naughty list for breasts. You got your naughty list for penis. You got your naughty list for vagina. You got your naughty list for sexual intercourse. And you got your naughty list for masturbation. Now, if you're in a relationship, this is a fun activity to do as a couple. It's like you get to sit down and create your list. You both share, write all the words that you know, slang for that on that list and your add to that and then you can go and do research together now if you're single or you don't have a, a partner a primary partner that you want to do this with then you can do this on your own it doesn't really matter okay you could then you can enlist some of your friends because some of your friends may be some like that might be a fun activity for them right and say hey i'm increasing my my naughty vocabulary <laughs> you want to you want to want to get on in on this let's have some fun right so you can you can add this as a way to have some more interactive conversations that are more about not just about the weather okay so this this is a fun activity so once you create your list and the thing is it's really important that they're your lists your vocabulary lists your naughty vocabulary lists are always growing always growing 
it never stays the same. It never stays stagnant. So it's great to keep your list somewhere so that it's easy for you to add new things to it. As somebody, as you hear a slang. Now, some slang may never be something that you will ever use. Some of it may be so incredibly degrading in, in a not good way, in a non-consensual degrading way that you may never use it. But it's important to add it to your list. All right. Now you got your list. You've created your naughty vocabulary list. And in your, in your naughty vocabulary list, I want you to pick one word each day. This is your word of your day. <laughs> Right? And this is how we're going to reclaim this word. We're going to uh, find ways in which we can uh, normalize this word so it doesn't feel so taboo or wrong to use. Um, this is how I can use the word cunt without flinching. So you're going to pick one word off your list and you're going to see how many times you can use it throughout your day. In, in a casual conversations with people, right? The more you do, and this becomes this fun sort of thing, right? It becomes this fun sort of exploratory, playful, how am I gonna use the word honeypot today? Like, how am I gonna use the word, how am I gonna use the word wiener? <laughs> how am I gonna use the word leaning tower of power? <laughs> right? How am I gonna, how am I gonna use the word, you know, um, you know, uh, rubbing one out. All right. And again, so a lot of these have fr their phrases that can be words or phrases, right? Like, how am I going to use this in my, in my day to day <laughs> experience today? All right. So this becomes a fun exercise and activity for you. And it becomes, again, it's a really powerful way of normalizing it. And if you have a friend that you're doing it with, um, that makes it more fun. And uh, if you have a partner, that makes it more fun. But it, it doesn't need to be. You can do it also by yourself. Thanks, guys, for the love. All right. The second tool to help increase your ability to use descriptive words and increase your descriptive vocabulary is at least once a day, I want you to pick a non-sexual experience and share as much sensory detail as you can with people. So food is a good one to start with because there's a lot of sensory uh, language that you can use and it's and people are okay with you describing and, and they lean into the description of food. So um, say you had, uh, we'll go with a, a cheeseburger. Um, so you'd be like, oh my God, I had the most decadent, juicy, delicious, you know, cheeseburger, bacon cheeseburger today, and the smell was divine, and and each bite was like the perfect blend of like condiment ratio to cheese ratio to bacon ratio to beef ratio to bun ratio. It was, oh, it was like an orgasm for my mouth. Best burger ever. So all my non-vegans, <laughs> you totally got turned on while I was talking about that bacon cheeseburger, weren't you? That's right. <laughs> okay. So 
as you can see, I used all of the descriptive words to paint you a picture of why you wanted that in your mouth. And that's the thing why food is really good because it's about all the juiciness that can be in the language that we can use. And, our, and there's so many senses, like our smells, the way it looks, the way it tastes. It, like you engage a lot of your senses in the, in the experience. So this will help you with your descriptive. So I want you to practice that. Practice in a non-sexual activity, non-sexual ways, um, how to use more descriptive language in your life. All right. So I hope you all feel more prepared to dock dirty. I can't wait to hear about all your adventures. And uh, remember, if you wanna spend more time with me and you need some support. So I think it's also important too that, well, I did talk a little bit about those words that may, triggered, may have triggered you. It's really important that if some of those words were severely triggering for you, um, you may need some extra professional support to help you navigate that and move through that because those, those words may have come from a place of trauma and abuse and used as a really, a, a really awful way of manipulation, control, abuse, hurt, all sorts of things because words have power both positively and negatively. And so, and I just need to take a moment to honor that. So if some of those words that I use today freaked you out um, because that there were, they were charged with some trauma and some hurt, please come see me so that we can clear that out so that you don't have to carry that with you anymore, okay? Um, you know, because language should be fun. All right, and it's and and we want it to be from a place of love and a place of empowerment. Okay, so also if you want to spend more time with me, period, um, you can see me come find me at succulentliving.com, and you can find me on all the social media platforms under Gaia Morissette. Uh, you can find the podcast, My Orgasmic Life podcast, on all of your major platform podcast platforms, as well as you can find um, the play the player um, on my website under my blog. And just a quick reminder: please engage with me in a professional capacity. I am not here for sex, for dating, for marriage, or having your babies. And I say this as a reminder because I get these propositions on a daily basis. <laughs> hey, when you reach out to me, it's to help support you in being the best version and having the best sex life in your life as a professional, as a, the holistic sexual wellness specialist that I am. Okay. Not, and again, just as a quick reminder, not for sex, not for dating, not for having your babies and not for marriage. All right. Until next time. That's it. That's all. Mwah. Have a great day. Bye-bye. And I love all of you for hanging out and engaging with me today. <laughs>